Hello everyone and welcome to your final check-in of 2023. How crazy. <laughs> you were a bit hesitant then. You were like, four, three. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's because we've been going on about 2024 in all of our posts and stuff, so I've lost the yeah. plot. <laughs> I know. I think everyone is like really having to think about that. That's how I know I'm getting older. I'm like, wait, what year is it? How long is it? I know. That? Like, how... <laughs> I also do think that everyone is just frazzled. Like I did a yeah. post, um, I did a post yesterday being like, I've dragged myself to the end of the week. And the amount of responses I got, like, I hear you, I'm with you. It's like <laughs> trudging yourself through. But we're on the final stretch before I think everyone's going to finish for work. Maybe they might have done already or maybe sort of mid next week. So nearly there, girls. <laughs> Yeah, nearly there. And it's been such an amazing six weeks. Um, You should be proud first that you even signed up for this. I can't even explain how many people were like, no, this isn't right because of Christmas. And if you are listening to this and you signed up to Fit Female Project for the November project, it means that you were one of those people that were like, no, I'm going to do it. And we are so, 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 and we mean that from the bottom of our heart, amazed and impressed at people's progress for this project. Yeah, it's been it's been phenomenal. And also when you do come to the end of the year and you sort of reflect back on to 2023 and, and the decisions and the choices that you made, think of Fit Female Project as one of those massively positive choices and steps that you took towards bettering your health, your happiness um, for you and for everyone around you. And just give yourself a little pat on the back because it's yeah. such an achievement and what a lovely thing to have done for yourself. Yeah, every gym session, every walk that you didn't want to do, every time you ate some vegetables, the tiniest things have mm. all added up. And even if you're somebody that's maybe finished this and been like, oh, I could have done more, just focus now. What's done is done. Focus now on the things that you did do. And then let's move on with a bang. Right. Shall we go into the question? Do you want to start with Helen? Yeah. Okay, Helen. So I know you've covered this, but how to manage food and workouts when you're feeling under the weather. I currently have a cold and I did my workouts, but used lighter weights and body weight where I could. Is that okay? Um, I'm sorry you've been sick. There's been a lot of people that have been sick and yeah, we feel you. It's not nice. Um, but you know what? It completely depends on how sick you are, how you're feeling, how your body's feeling, what your energy levels are like. I think that there is not a one size fits all approach for this. You have to listen to your body and be like, what is going to make me feel better? I would say one thing, like we do not expect you to hit PBs and be going mental in the gym if you are sick we would never be those coaches that are like no you no pain no gain you have to do it no listen to your body if you're taking if you're taking it lighter with the weights and you're like no actually I feel like I want to move it's going to make me feel better then do exactly what you did um you know use lighter weights and do body weights and just get that blood flowing if it means that you have to just go for a walk um then then that's okay as well i think we just have to channel into our bodies and just move um but also not go into effort mode where we're like no i'm sick so i need xyz like we we have to think about how we're going to make ourselves better Mm. And when it comes to um, managing food as well, just think, what is going to make you feel good? Are yeah. um, biscuits and takeaways and fried food, all the things that are like highly palatable and you might be sort of craving, 
at this time, that's not going to, that's, you're going to be mad at yourself if you just go for it with those, because that, then you're not exercising and you're not eating well. It's, it's yeah. like, choose, choose what you can control. Maybe the food is the only thing you can control. Make sure you're getting loads of nutrients. You can make things really delicious, really comforting that don't have to be really calorie dense. Yeah. And when you're sick as well, you think our bodies are so incredible. They they move without us asking them to move. Like they, we're, we're functioning without even thinking about it. It helps us out <clears throat> so much. And the time that it's sick, that's when we have to take responsibility and do what we can, you know, to make it better, to help it out. Think of it like that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Robin, workout three of this phase was like a mental block for me that I would put up and that I would put it off because the majority of the exercises I didn't enjoy. Or if I did do it, I would do it very half-assed. I wasn't working out three times a week, most weeks anyway, so I didn't bother saying anything at the time. But going forward, is it better to substitute out for ones that I don't dread or I just have to go over myself and do the workouts the way they are? get over myself sorry okay so first of all for the next phase we want you to focus on getting those three workouts in yeah that is what we've set you and I think that you will really see the benefits of getting those in um and now when it comes to the exercises and the program itself, the three days are different although they're full body workouts we program them for a reason so that even if on one day, you know, hitting a bit more quad, we're, we're hitting a little bit more hamstring than on the next full body day, for example. So all of the exercises are in there for a reason. If you're dreading um, a day, what I would always say is, I used to say this at work, eat the frog, right? And that's a phrase that comes <laughs> from a book, which means get it done first, get the thing that you're dreading over with first. So do that as your first workout of the week, if you're really dreading it because then you've done it and you're not putting it off all week. And, you know, sometimes we just have to do hard things and they'll become easier. At the start, they might seem like hell and they'll seem really hard. Like no one likes doing push-ups because they're really hard. But the moment you start to get good at them, you grow to love them because you think, ah, I'm smashing this. And then when you can get, do a couple of full press-ups without your knees down, you feel like a complete badass. So I would actually be a bit tough lovey here and I'd say, no, do the exercises, do the things that are good for you and you will then learn to enjoy them when you get stronger at them. I completely agree, Maz. And I think you have to uh, ask yourself, Robin, why do I not like it? Is it because you're not very good at the exercises yet? Is, is it because you don't really know how to do them properly? Is it because they hurt? So why are they, why do you not look forward to it? If you're not really sure what you're doing, send us some videos, like let's, let's nail it. And then how lovely to be like, oh, I hated doing that before. I was rubbish at that before. And now you're like, boom, I'm doing it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great for me. So that's our little challenge for you in 2024, Robin. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a leg day, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's probably like Bulgarians or something disgusting, which no one likes, but so no you're not, you're not alone. There are, there are, there are, there are exercises in my program that I absolutely hate doing, but I kind of just do. Yeah. <laughs> the Christmas cracker ones, lads, the, the one that you set and I messaged you the other day in the gym. I was like, this last uh, super set can go do one, but you just do it. You my just effing do it. this, my effing that, yeah. my effing legs. <laughs> 
Okay, <laughs> Cora, I think I need to go heavier with my weights. I can't believe I'm saying this as I feel like I've only just got the 10s. Should I go with 12.5s next or something in between? Yes, Cora. I love it. I love it when people Ooh. are just so shocked with how strong they are. They're like, oh my yeah. God, love it. Um, well, congrats. Um, so yeah, I'd get, I'd get a set of 12 and a half. It's pretty hard to get. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a pair of 11 kg dumbbells. Have you, no, no. They go up in the, in the, from 10 to 12.5, don't they? Yeah, um, I've seen some 12s here and there, but just get some 12.5s, that's perfect. Um, congrats, yeah, grab those and for you know sure. What? You might even need, Cora, for your lower body, because you are training at home, you might even need a 15 for things like your goblet squats and um, some of your lower body exercises. I mean, you don't have to do it straight away. You can go with 12.5s, but don't don't be surprised if, very soon you're going to be needing to up that even more um for your yeah. for your home workouts but again look on facebook marketplace and gumtree for those because you'll get some good deals okay ashling hoping to maintain over christmas would keeping calories the same five days a week and then using two extra day uh, two days a week would be a good strategy uh, sorry, I, I read that wrong. Using extra two days a week would be a good strategy. Um, actually, I think this is a really good plan. And, you know, this could work really well during Christmas week is a prime example, because usually it's Christmas Day and Boxing Day are the main days of eating, I would say. And I think this, this is a really good plan, actually. I think stick to what you're doing up until Christmas and then have a couple of days where you go over and um enjoy enjoy yourselves and um and then just come back to routine i think that's a really lovely strategy yeah um sarah i'm actually a little bit embarrassed to ask this but any advice on how to handle compliments the last few weeks i'm getting pretty strong reactions as i haven't seen some people in a while which is great but I still have a very fairly complicated relationship with my body and I get so bloody awkward and don't know how to react to comments. On one hand, I love it because I've worked so hard. But on the other hand, sometimes I just want the ground to swallow me up. Advice, please. Oh, Sarah, um, this, this is such a good question. And I think that so many women will be able to relate to feeling uncomfortable um in mm. those situations and knowing what to do and you know what I think this is such an interesting topic because I think as women we've been programmed to not love ourselves like oh yeah. you know not be that person like oh thank you thank you and then be that person oh she loves herself so I think for years we were programmed to if someone said something nice to to try and crack a joke or to go oh no don't be silly don't you agree Maz? Yeah, I was just thinking of one of our clients, Rosie, who I messaged and being like, Rosie, you've done amazing. Look at you. And her, always her response is, I've still got quite a long way to go. And I'm like, no, yeah, just accept people that you look oh. amazing. Um, of course, you've got your goals and you want to go further. Totally valid. But also like the fact that you're so in denial that you could possibly look bloody brilliant yeah. it's like <laughs> so common do you know what i'm gonna say sarah i'm i'm gonna say just plug fit female project 
whenever when someone says you look you look brilliant you look gorgeous you've lost so much weight perfect response is well I've been doing fit female project for about five months and it's great I've changed my ways I've learned how to eat I've learned how to exercise and look at me it really isn't that hard yeah yeah I love that branding but do you know what I actually looked um did some research on this because a really good person I love Mel Robbins and if you're listening she's a great person she's got a podcast she's a really amazing like um she's like mindset she's isn't she yeah all mindset and I'm gonna read this out if you have a hard time taking compliment this post is for you When someone gives you a compliment, it's an act of love, grace, and connection. When you shrug the compliment off or can't accept it, you're rejecting a gift. You're not being humble. You're throwing up a wall. Reject a compliment and you reject the person who just tried to give it to you. Just let that negative impact settle in for a minute. Now think about what it does to you every time you don't accept a compliment. If you reject, deny or downplay a compliment, you trash yourself. You say, I'm not worthy. You diminish what other people see in you. You put up a wall of negativity and you lock yourself inside. You cut off connection and intimacy. It is a form of self-abuse and it ends today. Next time someone compliments you, pause, take it in, say, thank you. Two words, thank you. That's all you have to do to let the acknowledgement in. The positive impact is tiny, a tiny change that will have a huge impact on your life. So there, that's a good answer from Mel Robbins. <laughs> nice, yeah. We don't need to say any more. Mel said it no, all. Four words, four words, two words. No, thank you, female. Oh, no, it's five. <laughs> thank you, female project. <laughs> five words. That's all you need to know. Uh, Okay, (laughs) Victoria. Am I lifting the dumbbell wrong? I see lots of people lifting with one hand facing forward and the other facing backwards. Is this how you're supposed to do it? Whoops. So, Victoria, I think you mean the barbell. And you're talking about a mixed grip when someone goes to do like RDLs, for example, and they have, just as you said, one hand facing forward and a, a ha- one hand facing backwards. Um, I don't love a mixed grip personally. A lot of like weightlifters do it or powerlifters because they care about their grip strength. Um, and, you know, it's pretty badass. A lot of cross- crossfitters quite pretty badass to be able to pick it up just off the floor but I like to use straps so this is where your straps come in so I like both hands to be facing the same way um and use your lifting grips or your straps um to lift up that barbell yeah agreed I tried the the that other grip I tried it so many times and it just felt like my arms are gonna break yeah I still don't have the grip strength I I really struggle I've got really I've got quite strong glutes on things like that but I can't I'll just drop the bar it's too heavy on my hands yeah but some people love it so it's definitely probably you're definitely not doing it wrong you're definitely not doing wrong uh hey ladies Katie hey ladies I've been really disciplined and absolutely continuing on my fat loss phase over Christmas however if I do want a treat or two over the break, is it wise for me to save calories for these, e.g. a dessert or a chocolate? Should I eat less the day before or less on the day itself? I've read about weekly calorie averages, so shall I plan them in uh, into 600 daily cows or take them off the weekly total? Your thoughts, please. Uh, 
this is totally down to you and what you think will work best like we as we always say we we sort of go by the 80 20 split so that that uh, 80% are whole foods and 20% are soul food so if you want to fit it into your your day like that then that's fine keep a couple of hundred cows in your day for a mince pie or something or um do it in your week it's totally down to you it will be the same outcome yeah exactly there's no if you save the calories the day before or you save the calories on the day of that makes no difference to your weekly calorie average um and you said that you've read about it. We've actually spoken about that as well. Um, so you can bank your calories if you know you've got a massive meal the next day. So for example, you know that Christmas Day is going to be super, super heavy. Maybe you can have a lighter day on Christmas Eve and not go and not have those um, extra treats and mince pies or whatever. Um, so yeah. yeah, I would just I would just kind of work it like that, be a bit intuitive with it. Yeah, it depends on your schedule, really. That's how you have to work it out because you might be like, oh, my God, two days on the trot where I'm going out. So then in that case, you might have to have one day where you go a bit lower. Um, But see, as we always say this as well, see your calories as money. So you've got your budget, your weekly budget, and however you choose to spend it is up to you, but you're still spending the same amount of money. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Okay, Laura. She's got two questions, but I'm actually going to combine them because I think the answer will kind of link to both. So the first one is, if we're feeling strong or good, can we add an extra workout? Can you discuss if slash when to add extra weight session versus an extra run? And the second question is, my next strength goal is to squat my body weight. I'm not far off. think I could do 60 kg for three reps, which is hilarious because... She, she well, she weighs sixty four kg, so she's very close anyway. But then she messaged me later that day saying that she actually massively underestimated her strength, and she did like two sets of ten for <sighs> sixty kg. So um, anyway, but she says, but my goals are, but are my goals compatible in terms of losing weight and increasing strength? I was talking to my husband about it and he said, whatever makes you achieve the goal quicker, losing weight or lifting heavier. And it made me think, what is the best way to go about it? I'm fairly happy with my weight, but would like to lose a bit more body fat. Um, So I thought this is a really good question and I'm going to simplify this for you. We want to set you a minimum target of three weight training sessions a week you've got a minimum target of one cardio session a week. If you feel like you've got it in you to do an extra strength training workout or an extra run during the week, that's absolutely fine. If you feel like you're recovering enough, you've got the time, you've got the energy. And when it comes to which one is better to do, I think because your goal is just to continue increasing strength, but you also want the fat loss, I'm actually going to be a bit vague here. And I'm going to say, again, with the intuitive thinking, if you're doing, uh, say, five sessions a week, that could either be three strength training sessions and two runs or four strength training sessions and one run. Some days you might wake up and be like, I have not got it in me to try and squat 60 kg today. 
trust me, I know I've been there. Like I get it. It's kind of a mental battle as well. So some, some of those days it might be like, well, actually maybe I could go for an extra six K K run instead. So I think kind of listen to your body, your, the goal, your goal is going to work either way. You know, it's this constant growth of your fitness, of your strength, and you want to lose a bit of fat in the, in the process of it. Um, but it can all be done together. It doesn't have to be this or that. Um, Nicola Noah, I always want to say your full name, Nicola Noah. Uh, remind me, do we pr- prioritize walking or strength exercise on a busy day or week? I'm going to say something similar to Maz as in this might sound vague, but this depends on two things. The first one is on your busy day or busy week, um, how are you feeling? How busy is it? And can you, why are you not getting your strength sessions in? Uh, why can't you fit it in? Have you not set up a good schedule? Has everything just gone to shit this week and it's out of your control? Um, and what's going to make you feel best? So what, and also, what is the goal? If the goal is fat loss, then getting your steps in and moving your body as much as you can is a really, really good goal. But if the goal is to tone your body, then uh, getting your strength sessions in is also really, really important. Um, I'm going to keep it real. The minimum amount of sessions we've set you are three sessions in the gym. Um, And if you aren't hitting three sessions if you are just going to the gym twice a week then it is really really hard to see uh results it's hard enough as it is to build muscle as a woman anyway but if you are only hitting the gym once or twice a week and strength training then it's not really enough to really tone your body however if the goal is fat loss and you're moving and you're getting your steps in you will see a difference in your physique because you'll be if you're you know, making sure your calories are uh, bang on it because you're going to be losing body fat. So I I know that's quite vague, but hopefully me explaining that helps. Have I explained that in a good way, Maz, or is that too vague? Yeah, no, you have, you have. And that goes for home training as well, just not the gym. Um, So for anyone that is training at home. Um, the, the only thing I would add is kind of look at your weekly average with your steps as well, because obviously some days they are going to be lower. Um, but can you catch up the next day? So have a look at that as well. And as long as that's around 70,000 average steps, then, um, yeah, make sure you get those, those weight, weighted workouts in. Yeah. And Um, on those weeks that are crazy like that, just make sure you bang on it with your food and you'll still see progress. Yeah. Okay, Neve. I found your podcast about weight loss myths really helpful. Um, that was a podcast that we released last week. If anyone's not listened to that yet, I was once told that by downing a pint of water rather than sipping it throughout the day means that your body simply passes the water through your system and doesn't absorb it, making it almost pointless. Please, can you confirm or deny this? I always thought that surely no matter how much you drink, drinking water is better than none. Um, so I don't know who told you that. I don't know if they... Uh, 
what planet they're on. Um, no, water is water. Drink it as much as you can through the day. You know, I know a lot of people that like to have a pint of water when they wake up because it makes them feel hydrated and fresh and it's like become a bit of a habit. Uh, I quite like that. I quite like that habit. Um, so no, as long as you, you're going throughout the day. Actually, I don't know if everyone's got their Christmas presents sorted yet. But some of those um, water bottles that have got the measurements on the side of them um, can be really can be really good because you can actually just track how much you're drinking throughout the day. Because a lot of our clients say that they lose lose sight of how much they've drunk and they probably aren't drinking enough. So yeah, just yeah. a little stocking filler idea if your husbands mm. or partners still need them. <laughs> Uh, Sarah, does your period affect your weight week before I'm due? I oh, weight week full stop. Before I'm due, definitely feel heavier. My lower belly swells, less energy. Couldn't lift the same. Also, I know Christmas most likely won't lose much more now, but my goal is ten kg weight loss, so I have to work hard to keep yo-yo on scales. Um, so yes, Sarah, I'm not sure where you've been actually for these six weeks because we've spoken about this a lot, um, and in the group and, um, we've spoken about it on podcasts. Yes, 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 yes. It does. You can weigh in heavier before, uh, your period when you're, uh, due on, we're hungrier, uh, we're not feeling as strong, uh, our energy can be, uh, you know, low, um, and you're yeah, holding more water. <laughs> yeah, so you're a bit more swollen. Just mentioned. Yeah. Um, so yes, the answer to that, to that is yes. We've also got a, um, we, we did a period podcast as well, which you might find, um, helpful. And also I know much Christmas, um, yes. Yeah, so yeah, you can maintain, is that a question? Also, so have to work hard to keep yo-yo on the scales. So this is maybe quite a good one for um, everyone. If they're weighing throughout the Christmas week, just know that there are going to be spikes. And that is not some of it may be fat gain. Depends how much you're eating. But remember, you're going to be eating very different foods. They're going to be likely more salty. You're going to be having more seasoning. Um, and so naturally, your weight might shoot up. I would recommend that no one weighs after Christmas Day or on Christmas Eve or on Boxing Day for that matter. Give yourself a couple of days, let it settle because you might it might freak you out because it might soar up 2 kg. And I, it's probably food volumes, the amount that you've eaten and all of the things I've just mentioned. So in terms of that yo-yo on the scales this week, everyone's going to see it. Chelsea's going to see it. I'm going to see it. Um, so let's just focus on the habits this week rather than the scales, I'd say. Yeah. And make a choice. It's not like I am at maintenance and I am not going to get on the scale. I'm not getting on the scales over Christmas I'm because I don't need to because I feel like I um, I know it's just going to go up and down and I feel in control of it. So make a choice. If you think it's going to make you miserable, then that's um, then then, you know, stay in control and do all of the habits we taught you. Um, yeah, I, I think make a decision. If it's going to make you miserable, then don't get on them over Christmas. But I don't know if you'll agree with that, Maz. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree. Okay. Okay, okay. should we do some wins Ooh. to finish? Yes, you start. 
Okay, so we have Helen. My weight loss after New York. Still can't believe it. Almost, <laughs> almost at the five kg loss mark. Can't wait for the January project to start. Helen, we are so pleased and so proud of you for all the walking that you did in New York. I think don't underestimate that. You were probably way more active than you are usually at home. And even though you had some indulgences, you didn't go crazy and you nailed it. So we can't wait to see what you, we've got a big goal. We've spoken about that. So we've got a big goal yeah. for you in 2024. And we're very excited for you to start the, the January project. Yeah, losing weight in New York is quite an epic win because mm. there's so much food there. Oh, so many good food places. Uh, Amelia, weight going down despite all the Christmas activities, food and drinks. Yeah, found yes. the right balance. Okay, um, Hannah, I'm not going to read all of this, but um, she's got more steps and she's got more PBs in the weights at home. Not very good at pushing myself, but I used my 15 kg. But mostly I've had a who am I moment. I've always been an all or nothing girl. And whilst I haven't been 100% with my macros, I've had such a change in mindset. I still have a long way to go. But as you said, this is just the first weeks. See where you'll be in six months. And that is such a good way of looking at it, isn't it? Like, okay, well, this is what you've achieved now, which is phenomenal. But time this times four that be the next six rounds at uh, the next yeah uh, six months of rounds yeah um and then think think how you'll be then so um yeah keep going Hannah because you got this uh Abby this week I'm proud of getting below 60 kg and seeing a reduction in my boobs my chest was a huge area I wanted to start on this journey to lose as it the first as it's the first place to gain it and I hated it Abby I wish you could give some to me <laughs> I know, I but you always, you, you, I know, but you say that, Chelsea, but I'm totally, I really hear Abby here because it makes you feel yeah. like, um, like frumpy when you've got like big, heavy boobs because it's, you know, in your clothes, in your sports bras, you're stuffing everything in and walking around, running. Like, I get it, Abby. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose I wouldn't know what it feels like. To be honest, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Just for a day, let me feel what it's like. Even with the pair of chicken fillets in, it wouldn't feel the same, would it? <laughs> um, I feel this time around, I have never been getting back in the flow after a tricky summer, being out of the game, but hoping to make further progress alongside all the lovely ladies in Fit Female Project. Lovely. Um, Neve, sticking to my non-negotiables, I'm very hungover today. <laughs> I'm not going to press the fuck it button. I have my lunch prepared and I'm going to just continue as normal. Prior to this, I'd be straight to the cues, but I know I'll feel much better when I eat well. Mm, Jamie. I love this. There's been a huge shift in my uh, for my for me mentally and the stress overwhelm that I was feeling previously. Over my time with Fit Female Project, I've learned about macros and how much of a difference uh, what I eat affects how I feel, which feels ridiculous having done such a physically demanding job as a career. But better late than never. Looking forward to continuing in the new year, maybe even in a gym. Yes, we can Jamie. get Jamie to the gym. <laughs> 
Oh, so happy with that. For those that don't know, Jamie was a professional dancer um, and has danced all her life. And we can totally relate to being confused about eating and stuff. And it's so frustrating when you suddenly learn and you're like, whoa, why didn't I know that when I was using my body every day? I know, totally. Should we do one more each? Yeah. Okay, um, Elaine that I started this on November the 6th and didn't wait until Jan. I'm eight pounds down while going out and socialising a lot more than I usually do. I'm delighted with the progress and looking forward to what I can achieve in Jan. That goes for all of you girls that have joined the November project, as we said at the beginning. Kudos to you because you didn't wait. You got started and stuck into it and you should all be super proud. Yeah. And then I'm going to finish with Gemma. I can't believe my weight dropped this week. I had to change the batteries in the scales just to check it was correct. That one made me laugh. Yeah. Um, I've not had the next week. Um, haven't been tracking and had a lot of social events. It just shows that what I've learned has really paid off as the weight has still come off. Amazing. Gemma is come on in strides over the last few months. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, what lovely check-ins from you all. And we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. And we will see you in 2024. Yes, this is the final check-in of 2023. Oh my god, the police are out to celebrate. Oh sorry. <laughs> all right I love it good timing thank you um but yeah have the most incredible Christmas we start the Christmas cracker workouts on Monday so we will be um you know working away those little 30 30 30 30 minute god I can't speak maybe it's time for a rest 30 minute workouts just to get moving and grooving I think these are going to be great to make us feel good mentally yeah. And reminder, if you are staying on for the January project, but you haven't bought the Christmas Cracker workouts, you will lose access to the app between Monday and the 1st of January. The only way that you can keep access is if you purchase those Christmas Cracker workouts for £10 and you will keep your current phase on the app as well during those two weeks if you'd rather just prefer to continue with the phase that you're on at the moment so if you haven't done that yet and you want to make sure you purchase try and do it today because we need to set you up um well either this evening or tomorrow yeah please do it as soon as possible we need a break give us a break yeah <laughs> we need some time oh my god right have an amazing christmas and we shall see you in the new year bye everyone bye